Welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham, a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this special episode, we're discussing the findings of SS&C Intralinks Global M&A Dealmakers Survey for 2022. I'm joined by Nick Cheek, editor of Acura Studios, and by Matt Wells, vice president of product marketing for SS&C Intralinks. Hi, Nick. So can you run through how the survey was carried out and what the main contents are, please? Back in sort of between Q2 and Q3 this year, uh, we did a survey of 300 dealmakers, uh, 225 of which were corporates and 75 of whom were private equity. And they came from all different continents. This was a global survey. So we had 100 from North America, 75 from EMEA and APAC, and 50 from Latin America. And they were from all sectors as well. So particularly from the TMT sector, uh, pharma, consumer, industrial and chemicals, but actually from, from all of them and from all sizes of companies. So we weren't just looking at the largest companies, we were looking at largest uh, and small to medium enterprises as well. And this survey was looking at global M&A sentiment, broad global M&A sentiment, but also deal expectations, COVID repercussions, and also digging into ESG readiness, how the process of M&A has changed, and also aspects such as how technology has has changed the M&A process and M&A in general, and what dealmakers are actually looking for. And we got, I mean, there are a lot of findings because it's a, it's a large survey and we came out with a, a number of different things, but dealmakers are very optimistic and that's for the year ahead and for the 18 months ahead. And they, they are looking to do more deals in the future and they are seeing that, you know, certainly in sectors such as pharma, TMT, the way that lifestyles have changed is going to promote more deal making. Another interesting finding was that private equity is likely to lead the way in deal making as opposed to their corporate counterparts. And other aspects was the growth of ESG. And that's not just ESG in terms of looking at companies who promote sustainability or diversity. It's also the way that the process is going to change how companies are going to be having to do more ESG due diligence. And finally, and I don't think this is a huge surprise, but it's just how technology is going to change the process and also changes the targets that companies are looking at. So digital disruption, data analytics, cybersecurity are all huge topics for the 18 months ahead for um, for dealmakers. Thanks, Nick. So, Matt, coming to you, can we look at the main drivers for M&A in the coming year? The survey found that digital transformation, synergy creation and pursuing diversification of products are seen as the main drivers for the next 12 months. Can you give us your thoughts on that, please? Absolutely. You know, if you really think about it, those drivers make complete sense. I would say pre-pandemic, I think we all recognize technology's increasing role in our lives and in the way that companies operate. But I think we became almost dependent on it over the past two years since the pandemic started. This opened the eyes of many executives and boards to identify tech shortcomings and go and address them, many times through acquisition. Capturing synergy is always going to be a big M&A driver. Pandemic, no pandemic. Booming markets, busting markets. 
But if you ever think you have an opportunity to make one plus one equals three, you always go for it. So with ever-increasing valuations, this is still much easier said than done. And Nick mentions about ESG. The survey shows that ESG has rocketed up the agenda for executives. How is it changing the landscape for deal-making? Yeah, ESG seems like that topic is everywhere. Those three little letters uh, seem to be omnipresent, especially when you talk about M&A and, and, and deals. And you know, it's making a big impact pretty quickly, whether it's uh, driven by the companies themselves, their shareholders, LPs, or other investors. ESG definitely seems to be a focal point. ESG is no longer this niche topic reserved for impact funds. It's becoming part of every single deal. Obviously, the impact will be felt differently across sectors and industries, but all buyers and sellers are now thinking about how they stack up from an ESG perspective, I would say. Uh, and they need to be prepared, prepared to vet these issues in diligence. Uh, it needs to be something that you know, you're thinking about way before the deal starts, whether you're coming from the buy side or the sell side, and have a plan to communicate what you're doing about ESG or communicating how this investment, you know, if it's an acquisition, can help and you know help further your ESG agenda. Thank you. And data analytics and cybersecurity are seen as the main disruptive trends in the M&A process. How can dealmakers keep up with these ever-changing tech trends? Yeah, this was an interesting one in an area where the responses to the survey were clearly shaped by the acceleration of technology adoption across the deal process. Your data and analytics provide unique insight that may not have been previously considered on an individual deal or across deals, even more importantly sometimes. Better data analytics ultimately drive better decision-making, which is crucial in making deals successful. Cybersecurity isn't just a risk for tech companies. It's a risk for all companies and something that's becoming a focal point during the deal process. Things like ransomware attacks are becoming more common and GDPR and other data privacy regulations further compound the issue and carry potential meaningful penalties. There's an entire new body of diligence ensuring that these risks are appropriately mitigated when looking to engage in M&A. And Nick mentioned it earlier, but let's have a look at private equity. How and why is private equity still being seen as the dominant force in, in M&A? When it comes to private equity, I think, you know, we've all talked and heard ad nauseum about, you know, the amount of dry powder and cash and, on, on private in private equity coffers. And I think we're seeing the results of some of that now, a lot of that coming to fruition. This has been already, you know, through Q3, an incredible year for private equity deal volumes. And I, nor the survey respondents, see that going away anytime soon or, or declining next year in 2022. The other thing is they're also ripe with exit options that didn't exist or didn't exist to this magnitude before. So you think about the IPO market being so strong, SPACs becoming a legitimate uh, exit option as well, and the appealing uh, you know, appealing alternative for for corporates. There's still a lot of money on corporate balance sheets, and you know, larger private equities have very strong appetites to acquire private equity firms that are coming, you know, private equity firms that, that own assets that may be a little bit smaller as well. So I think the mixture of those ingredients will continue to propel PE as a major force next year in 2022. So looking at some of the other survey findings, more complex due diligence and a difficult economic environment is seen as key challenges for M&A post-COVID. Do you agree with those findings? And what other challenges are you seeing for dealmakers? 
I do agree with those findings. I think, you know, at these record-breaking valuations, there's just immense pressure to not only close the deal quickly, but to also ensure you're able to get your arms around that asset, that company as best as possible. Those two forces don't exactly go hand in hand. In fact, they really work against each other. And, you know, I do think that this is an area where advancements in M&A technology have given dealmakers the power to process greater amounts of information, more complex information with a lot higher confidence, a lot more quickly. So advances in things like, you know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, that's allowed dealmakers to kind of cut to the chase and extract key findings more quickly, helping them to get to the finish line in timeframes that simply would not have been possible before. So the role of technology in the process will will absolutely continue to impact timeframes around M&A, how quickly deals can get done, especially in due diligence, but not just limited to due diligence. Great, thank you. And to finish, Matt, rounding all of that up, why are dealmakers so optimistic about the year ahead? I think really, first and foremost, it's the strong fundamentals that have been in place you know, over the past year and you know, will we'll continue to remain in place for the foreseeable future, uh, at least in the short term. You know, things like low, low cost of capital, large amounts of corporate cash and private equity dry powder, coupled with the drive for some of the things we discussed before uh, around digital transformation, diversification, those will all continue to be catalysts for this booming M&A market. And while we're certainly not out of this pandemic by any means, it, it seems now, I think dealmakers have been able to look beyond it and focus on opportunities for inorganic growth. So barring any major outliers, I don't see this momentum slowing down anytime soon. Great. Thanks very much. That was Matt Wells, Vice President of Product Marketing for SS&C Intralinks and Nick Cheek, Editor of Acura Studios. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of DealCast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow or subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. You can find more information, including a link to the survey in our show notes. Join us again next week.